Hey guys, welcome to the Prayer House Podcast. Our mission and vision is simple, to spread the gospel and the good news to the ends of the world and do it by building a community centered around Christ. So welcome to the family. We hope you enjoy this message and that it is a blessing to you. And I am so excited to be here. Hey guys, my name is Joanna. Um, when Rashida told that story, like I immediately think about that afternoon when she called me. Um, and I am just so mind blown at how far it's all come. And like the best part about it is like, it's not because of anything we did, right? It was all the spirit of God pushing it forward. Um, so I'm just really excited, really pumped that we're here. Um, for those of you who don't know me again, I am Joanna. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, thank you guys so much for welcoming our Southeast family into Prayer House um, this week. It's been so fun. It's been awesome getting to meet some of you. Um, and what I love even more is the fact that God brought us all together on this platform. Um, even though there are so many miles that separate us, um, it's amazing that we can still have community online like this, um, which is really awesome. Um, we especially want to thank Prayer House, first of all, for the opportunity to serve alongside of them. It has been the biggest honor. We've learned so much. Um, it stretched our understanding of what God can do through all of us. And I know that God has so much more, and we're praying every day that God would continue to expand and to multiply um, and bring more people into this ministry, that they would know who Jesus Christ is. And, and we are praying, we're standing with you guys, and I believe that God has something really special for our generation as well. Um, so we're just excited to be sharing a little bit about the Jesus Collective with you guys tonight. Um, so our whole team is based in the Southeast, kind of like what Rashma just shared. So we have Angeline and Merlin who um, will be sharing in a little bit, but they're both from Atlanta. Um, and then we have one more person. Her name is Nissy. She couldn't join us tonight, but we all love being part of the Southeast, proud of where we're from. Um, but we are just excited to be teaming up with you all from the North um, and so this week, I just want to really start with this. This week, our focus was on the body of Christ. Um, I think we can all attest to the fact that even though we might be functioning in different ministries, serving in different communities, um, living in completely different regions, we all live for the same cause, we all serve the same God, and we all represent the same kingdom. Um, and I love that we were able to come around that idea, that, that concept this week. And the, what, what's so beautiful is all the speakers that spoke this week, every word that came out of their mouth fits so perfectly and so beautifully into our testimony. Um, so I'm going to take you guys back to the beginning of 2018. So at the beginning of 2018, I was alone in my room. I was trying to think through, okay, what are the New Year's resolutions going to look like this year? Um, and at the time... In my spiritual life, in my personal journey with God, um, I was in a place where I was so plugged into church, um, into so many different ministries. I felt like I was serving youth, I was serving worship, I was helping with social media, I was everywhere. Um, and I slowly started to feel the exhaustion hit. I slowly started to come to the reality of, you know what, I feel myself running dry. Um, and I was, I, I didn't know what to do with that because, again, I was so packed. My weeks were so packed of just busyness. And I know um, for those of you who were with us yesterday, Chris shared a little bit about this, about the importance of keeping God before the feeling of obligation to serve because your family wants you to serve or because your church community requires you to serve, right? Keeping God first. But that was a revelation that I lacked 
in that time of my life, in that season of my life. Um, and so I filled my weeks with so much activity, telling myself that I was serving God, that I missed out on the one relationship that I needed the most. And that was the one with Jesus, right? Um, and I will be the first person to tell you, in case you haven't been told already, ministry is unsustainable without Jesus in the equation. It is unsustainable. Um, and so thinking about the body of Christ, if you can just think about the anatomy of the body, right? The body parts lack purpose and they don't function properly without blood flowing through their veins and without DNA to give it identity, right? So it's just like that. Without Jesus in the equation, you can't serve. You can't be a ministry without reaching a, a wall where you're like, you know what? I've carried myself with my strength for so long but this is where it ends. I need Jesus. And that's where I was at the beginning of 2018. Um, so I found myself realizing that I needed to come back to the heart of God. Um, and number two, I just needed to plug back into the presence of God. So back to this whole New Year's resolution thing. Usually when the year starts, you're super inspired. You're super like, you know what? This is the year I'm going to go work out. I'm going to be fit. Like I'm going to get on a new diet. And we all know within two weeks, all that stops. We're done with it. Like we're just going back to our fries and burgers. Like it just doesn't work. And so I was asking God, I was like, okay, and what is something that I can actually do? attainably do that's good for me in this time based on where I'm at with God, right? Um, and so initially my mind was blank, but the one thing that God kept pressing on my heart was that he wanted my attention and he wanted my heart. That's it. No commitment to serve, no commitment to um, do all these certain things in order to qualify as a Christian, none of that. He just said, I want your attention and I want your heart. So I told God, you know what, Lord, I'm going to say yes to that. And I'm going to invest time this year to get to know you again. I want to be reintroduced to your love. I want to be reintroduced to your grace, something that I had been ignoring for a while, right? And so that's when um, I started taking it day by day. And I started to spend that time in God's presence. First week, it was just 10 minutes in prayer, maybe five minutes just reading some kind of scripture that would just fill me up for the day. Um, but then that grew and got stretched and the Lord immediately put on my heart, like, what if you created something to reflect each day what I put on your heart? So I would read a passage of scripture and I would just be like, okay, Holy Spirit, like, what are you speaking to me today? What do I need to take out of this today? And whatever word that God put on my heart or whatever verse that God, that, that stood out to me, I would take it. And so I would hop on Instagram and I would just open up a blank Instagram story and I would like you I would play with the fonts and I would write it out and I would just create this graphic that kind of encapsulated whatever the Lord taught me that day and I would just post it um and at the time there was no like no idea thought process behind it that this should be anything more it was literally just to keep me accountable to the Lord um and so then again as time just kept going the Lord started opening my heart to the generation around me and I noticed that the more time I spent with him, he opened my eyes to see brokenness around me. And, and the Lord was immediately like, I want you to learn and know that my heart is so heavy to see that there are kids just like you who are struggling with the same things, right? Um, and so one thing that I will tell you guys is a lot of times the Lord takes you through seasons where you might be struggling, you might feel exhausted, you might feel broken, but he brings you to a place where he, tell, he tells you, look back, look how far you've come. There are people who need your story. 
There are people that need your guidance. Something that I always tell, um, tell teams that I'm a part of is you cannot take people where you haven't been yourself, right? How am I going to tell people of a God that I have not tasted, that I have not seen, that I have not experienced? So the Lord immediately put on my heart, listen, I took you through this journey. I took you through this realization because there are a lot of other people in your generation that have yet to know the importance of spending that time in my presence. So immediately I started praying about it. And the first thing that the Lord put on my heart was, I want you to get a few friends to hop on board with you to be able to share the gospel. And that was about a week before um, the ICPF camp happened happened in the Southeast region. Um, And so I went to ICPF Southeast and the beautiful ladies that I get to serve on this team with were all a part of the worship team with me. And I remember having a conversation with Angeline and Missy at the time and they had both seen the Jesus Collective um, and they, they were asking me about it. We were talking. I was like, yo, like God had already told me that he should, that I should bring people along. What, it, what would y'all, how would y'all feel about like joining me? And so they were both so ready. They were on board. All of us are super like creative thinkers. Like we love to create. We love to do calligraphy and things like that. So they're like, yeah, like we're on board. Um, and so ever since, and then a few months later, we had a Merle and it's been such an incredible process because I always think back about like God's timing, right? It took a little bit of time for me to realize that I needed Jesus. Then there was that time where I was learning how to grow in that. And then it was just God saying, Hey, what if you started bringing people around this concept of building community around the word? And what if you started to, you know, follow me into that? And now here we are on the prayer house zoom call. And I'm just thinking about, Jesus, right, when he took the bread and the fish and he prayed over it and it just multiplied. And it wasn't anything that the disciples did. It wasn't anything that they said or any ability that they had. It was all Jesus. He took what they had. He multiplied it. And he said, go feed the people. And I really feel like that is like the entire story of what we've gone through, right? We simply just surrendered the little that we had in the presence of God. And we have literally been just watching the Lord take it and multiply it and feed more and more people. And it's just been so incredible to see that and watch that. Um, before I hand it over to Merle, I just want to take our minds to a scripture that the Lord laid on my heart at the very beginning of this, of this journey. Um, I had shared it with the Southeast team before this week started as well. It's from Colossians 1 verses 28 to 29 in the Passion Translation. It says, Christ is our message. We preach to awaken hearts and bring every person into the full understanding of the truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with tireless intensity with his power flowing through me to present every believer the revelation of being in being his in Jesus Christ. And that that first line gets me every time. Christ is the message. We preach to awaken and bring every person to the understanding of the truth. And that's the goal. That is everything that we want to do through Jesus Collective. So I want to hand it over to Merle. She's going to just talk a little bit about our mission and vision as a group. Hey, guys. I am Merle, uh, just as Joanna introduced me. And I'm going to be talking about um, the mission and the vision. So... Our whole vision uh, behind this group is just to point people to Jesus. And our mission is to engage in the word of God. It's to dwell in his presence and it's to build community. And I just kind of want to briefly talk about all three of those things. 
Um, first and foremost, we want to engage in the Word of God. The Word of God is the you know, most important aspect of our faith because it holds so much truth and it holds so much revelation that is foundational to our walk with Him. Um, as we look into the Word, we can kind of see uh, several scriptures that point to the power and uh, relevance of the Word of God. Um, Matthew twenty-four thirty-five says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will not pass away. This shows us that His Word is unshaken. Hebrews 4, 12, it says that, For the Word of God is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword piercing through the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And based on this scripture, we can say that the word is active. It's uh, constantly moving. It's constantly breathing life into people and to the circumstances that we're facing. You know, there's nothing that can hide from the power of his word. Psalm 119, 105 says, his, his word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. His word is our guide. It's our guide for our path. And clear, clearly after seeing these verses, we can see that the word of God is necessary. Um, our next is to dwell in his presence. You know, there was a time in the Old Testament where people couldn't really access the presence of God without having a leader go in for them or somebody going in for them. But today, um, now we have this full access to his presence because Jesus died on the cross and because he rose again and that and the veil was torn. You know, at this at this very moment, his presence is all around us. But the issue with that is that when something is so easily available, we don't really understand the, you know, the, how great the value of it is. We all know that God is powerful. We, all know, we know that he is all-knowing. But the funny thing is that we still try to take care of it with our own judgments. Um, we believe that dwelling in his presence gives us the ultimate strength, and it gives us peace. It brings us closer to the heart of God. And the last thing is building community. Um, from the time of creation, God intended for us to live in community. Community is a place for growth. It's a place for encouragement, and it gives us accountability. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 says, that says, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. God's design for us has been to walk hand in hand because he knew we would need other people to walk alongside of us. And so these, these three things are the fundamental things that we kind of base the Jesus Collective on. And now Angeline is going to give us just a few words of encouragement. Hey guys, my name is Angeline. I'm from Atlanta, like Joanna said. I just want to give you guys a recap of um, what these last three days have been and kind of wrap like the whole uh, word up. We're so thankful for all the speakers and those people who uh, let worship be have uh, let worship be half of us and. Um, so first day, Chris Phillip did like an awesome job explaining um, the role of the body of Christ and how it needs to be active. We all have a specific role, whether it's shepherding, teaching, prophesying, evangelizing, evangelizing, or being an apostle. 
And for us to identify where we're gifted at and what our role is um, in different times of our lives, we need to spend time with the Lord. And uh, Chris said a specific quote about how private devotion precedes public manifestation. Us spending alone time with the Lord behind closed doors does not only help us identify our role in the body of Christ, but it also impacts the approach we use to enter into situations. Because if we don't spend alone time with the Lord, our cup does run dry. And that results in us functioning life with with exhaustion and with tiredness. And we were never meant to function life that way. So it is important for us to be faithful to the Lord and even the little things. Um, and then Levin like went on to share about how the body of Christ needs to always grow and how we can never come to this place in life where we can be stagnant um, because our alone time with the Lord produces personal growth and without personal growth how are we going to grow as a body of Christ in whole um, so that is where we learn to lean and listen to Holy Spirit um, who guides us in everything in any situation on uh, what exactly we need to do. Um, But he also shared about how as a church we can work in unity by supporting and building one another. If we don't encourage and pour into one another, who will? Um, We're the ones who are supposed to help each other, right? And uh, church is supposed to be a community and not just a location, um, which kind of leads us into what Chris Thompson said yesterday about how church is just a building with four walls. Um, We're the ones making it as a community and we can never view the church higher than how we view Jesus. And it's easy for us to uh, hear that sentence saying, oh, we like view church higher than Jesus um, and be like, no, I would never do that because Jesus is my number one. But it's so easy for us, like especially in the culture that we have grown up in, um, we compensate our walk with the Lord by how much we serve in the church and how much we lead worship in the church or, you know, whatever we do in the church. And so let's shift our perspective on how we um, view the body of Christ. Let's remember that first we need to have our own personal growth by spending alone time with the Lord. And when we do that, we will start growing in the body of Christ as well. And even in Matthew 6, verse 6, um, in ESV translation, God says, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who's in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you and he will reward uh, you and give you that unity to come in as a body of Christ. But it only takes place if we start doing that inward growth ourselves, if we spend time alone with the Lord in our room and um, if we start our personal growth first and all else will follow. So I hope these last few days have encouraged you all in your walk with Christ. And I'm so thankful to prayer house for this wonderful opportunity to come together and collab and to share God's love and fellowship with one another. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the message and we encourage you to keep listening to God's voice. If you have time, please leave a rating and review for us. See you again next time.